Lead and empower her with Dr. Julie Ducharme, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Lead and empower her with Dr. Julie Ducharme is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Dr. Julie Ducharme. Hi, I'm Dr. Julie Ducharme. Welcome to the She CEO Talks. I love this podcast. This is where I get to interview women from around the world in CEO positions that are just changing the face of business where we're at. And I'm really excited today to have someone doing a really interesting um, entrepreneurship industry. But before I get started, a couple of things I want to mention. Many of you are following our uh, She Talks, Lead and Power Her She Talks, and we have some amazing events coming up that I have to mention. We have added in that we will be in Honolulu, Hawaii on May 20th. We're going to be in Los Angeles partnering with the Women Gone Wild group in June. And there's more info to come on that. We're going to also be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for a Women in Tech conference, She Talks, on November 10th. So you need to go to leadandempowerher.com and check out all the amazing things coming up. And I also have to mention, if you're going to go to She Talks on May 20th in Hawaii, you might as well come in a couple days earlier and do a two-day workshop with us. It's called Unleashing Your Inner Power, a two-day workshop retreat for women leaders. We are not only going to dive into some amazing topics, but at the same time, we're adding in some super fun excursions like luau's and going to the Dole Plantation and checking out the Cultural Polynesian Center. I mean, it's just going to be a really epic time for you to be at this. So go to our leadandpower.com website, click on leadership retreat, get all the info that also includes a day at she talks with us. So basically you're getting three days of epic empowerment and just another shout out as well to our sponsors. Milk labs has been amazing providing us with a delicious oatmeal that not only me, but so many of our she talkers are hooked on and ordering a bunch of, uh, we also love our ally shoes from ally shoes. They are amazing. The only pair of heels I have ever worn that has not given me any blisters. Um, and thank you to so many others who are supporting us. All right. So now let's get back into our podcast today. I want to introduce you to Ada Shea. Ada, welcome to the show. It's so exciting to have you here. And you really have a really interesting story um, about what you're doing. Now, currently, you're obviously in the lipstick world, uh, which I'll definitely be buying some of your lipstick because I, I love lipstick. Um, but as I was reading your story, you started out more on the financial side and working in a very different industry. And I would love for you to tell our women about how you went from being this in this finance world to the lipstick world. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. First of all, um, it's, it's such an honor. Uh, so I actually fell into finance by chance. I was in college many, many years ago, and I just did not know what to major in. And so I just majored in business you know, just very general, like, okay, that's fine. And then I was looking for a job and somebody was like, um, there's a temp position at JP Morgan. And that's where I started. From there, I just continued to go along the finance path. I worked at private equity firms and then ended up at hedge funds and Wall Street in New York City. And during that time, I just, I always thought to myself, 
I'm just helping the rich become richer. Like there's, that's no, that's not a real life goal of mine. You know, <laughs> there's no purpose in that for me. Yeah. So during that time, I actually fell in love with makeup as a hobby. So I took a bunch of classes on the side uh, and I fell in love with editorial and special effects makeup. So I loved Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, those like fantasy zombie makeup looks. I love doing those. And even fashion editorial is just a very, very creative process. And that for me was very mentally healing and it was a creative outlet for me. Um, and then from there, just well, when, when you do special effects makeup, it's a lot of chemicals, you know, you're dealing with waxes, different types of glue, acetone, things of that nature, and you're putting it onto your skin. So I was constantly having allergic reactions. Mm. And then I just fell into this rabbit hole of looking up ingredients. And then one thing led to another. And then as you probably already know, our day-to-day -day makeup is filled with toxins as well. And what really alarmed me was um, our lipsticks are one of the most toxic categories and wow. people don't realize that. So most consumers assume that because we are ingesting our lipsticks every time we eat and drink, and that's why we have to reapply our lipstick at the end of every meal, brands will, um, they assume that brands are using safe and sometimes edible ingredients and they're not. It's completely wow. like far from the truth. And a lot of lipsticks actually test positive for heavy metals, such as lead and chromium. And more recently, um, it tested positive for PFAS, which is that really harmful forever chemical that it's called. Mm -hmm. It causes a lot of endocrine disruption, cancer, fertility issues in women. So it's very, very harmful. And we're just eating that, you know, and studies have shown that uh, lipstick wearers eat about four to 10 pounds of lipstick throughout their lifetime. Oh my gosh. And it just accumulates <laughs> wow. in their body. That is yeah. like disturbing to me right now. <laughs> so people don't realize this. Um, and I, it, it was very personal to me just because of how my makeup journey was so spiritually and mentally healing. I didn't believe that we had to sacrifice our physical health in the name of, um, you know, beauty. Yeah. So I wanted to create something better. And, yeah. and there's no excuse in today's day and age with uh, all the information that we have and all the resources that are available to us. Is there's just no excuse to make something better. So I was yeah. like, I'll do it. <laughs> and um, I just uh, wanted to make something as plant-based, as edible yeah. as possible. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have to say I'm ignorant to this. Like I'm thinking about the lipstick I'm wearing right now <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, my lip's going to fall off. Um, but that is a bit shocking to hear about the chemicals and, and why I'm talking, I'm going to tell our producer, Josh here, Josh on her website. If you scroll down to the bottom, there's these really cool pictures that she did that we need to show everyone. Uh -huh. Um, that's, uh, the awesome, like kind of designs, but, um, I love that one, you figured this out, right? Like that you're in the midst of this and, and what you're saying is very true. Um, a friend of ours who owns alpha elite performance, they actually have what's called a metal detox that they oh, wow. created 
actually for veterans, but it it really can, as I'm sitting here listening to you, I'm like, okay, this could apply to every woman who's putting on makeup, who's putting on lipstick. Like that's shocking um, of the chemicals that we're using. And so I love that you found this alternative and I too have very sensitive skin. So, um, I'm very like always looking and same thing. I had to go on a lot of journeys to find stuff that didn't irritate it. My daughter is just like me. She has very sensitive skin. And the thought now of my daughter putting on lipstick and consuming this, you know, at such a young age. So, when you, so when you figured this all out and you decided to switch from obviously the industry you're in to now, Mm -hmm. was that a difficult transition? Because, and the reason I asked this is because when I decided to go from my industry into straight entrepreneurship, it was absolutely terrifying because I was like, am I going to be able to make the money? How do I make sure I, you know, am able to take care of my family? And it was a difficult decision. And I know a lot of women in particular, don't like, you know, they're not comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so when you decided to transition from working in the financial world to this, that you're really passionate, how was that transition? Um, so for me, it was a little bit easier. I think it mainly was because I was so burnt out from working on Wall Street, where I was just like, I can't, I literally mentally cannot do this anymore. <laughs> so I will advise people to not would to not do what I did and quit so quickly. I advise you to hold on to your job as long as possible until your startup is more stable and generating more consistent sales. Um, but I just mentally could not do it anymore. So I actually left and took a two-month sabbatical. I traveled Europe, and during that time, I got so much inspiration from other parts of the world. Um, And uh, not only, I think, creatively, but also just uh, business acumen-wise, just to Mm -hmm. kind of see how the rest of the world works outside of America. Because we're so, in America, you know, we're so intent on doing things our way. Yes, yes. It's really nice to see. Um, I spent about a month in Spain, and um, I just saw how people, Europeans in general, just enjoy life, Mm. you know? And I was toiling away every day at my cubicle in New York, and I was like, I just need to relax. And this this is what life is about, enjoying moments you know so that's um where i kind of got that uh mental shift i think yeah where i just started to relax a little bit and i and i really i I agree with you and i appreciate that um early on in my younger years i got a chance to go to several different countries Mm -hmm. and we do live in like this american bubble where americans think like we are the best and we have the best way and I learned so much. And of course, now my husband and I, we we intentionally make trips outside of the U.S. Um, last year, we got to go to the Galapagos. And oh, wow. it was so eye-opening for our children to get to just see people like living. And, and they they weren't watching TV or playing video games. Right? They were fishing in boats and they were just living life. And it was just so like you said, inspiring, you yeah. know, where you, you're, Definitely. you're living, it, it was just so pure and mm-hmm. the kids loved it. And I'm like, you know, we just have to keep doing this because as you said, there's so many great ways to do things yeah. and yeah. 
the U.S., even though has great ways, there are countries that have other great ways that we can learn yes. from. Um, and so healthy, you know, when we were in the Galapagos, there was no plastic, right? Because oh, wow. I mean, it's a very, you know, you have the, uh, the animals there were so interesting. They were just so like, hi, I'm going to come on over here and hang out with you. And you're like, um, there's like a seal <gasps> like God, sitting on my lap you. right now. Um, <laughs> but it was such a like, just inclusive atmosphere these animals felt safe and it was clean yeah. and healthy. And so I love that you did that because even though I had the same thing, I can definitely relate. I was burnt out with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I was just done. I was unhealthy because I was working 24 yes. seven. I mean, my doctor was like, you have to quit your job. And I'm like, I can't quit my job. And I, she's like, you're so unhealthy, Julie. Yes. And I think us women, I was having this conversation with someone. We're very loyal when we do something, I noticed yeah. that and women will stick it out in a hostile, really negative environment That's much so longer true. because we're also problem solvers. We'll think, well, I can fix it. I oh my God. You're this. so <laughs> right. And it's like, I see women do this where guys are just like, mm, I'm out. Right. And so yeah, yeah. Fix it and we're loyal. And, and then we feel we feel like um, very unsuccessful or a failure if we weren't able to fix that toxic yeah. world or whatever we're in. And so, you know, I always say I took years off of my life trying to prove something in an environment that was set up for me to fail in. I know. And yeah. so I think even though, you know, you left your industry early, I mm -hmm. mean, that was great for you, right? Because that brought back perspective yeah. and your health. Um, and you know, the, the number two thing killing women in America is heart disease and heart attacks. And you don't oh, think wow. that, but that's literally, I think sometimes we stress ourselves in to that. We and do. so, you know, one, you, you're now going net, you know, your why you're going after your passion, right? Mm -hmm. What not mm -hmm. a better, like, I love that. Right. That's the best job in the world because yeah. I totally don't mind working tons of hours. If it is basically for, for, you know, a cause like what we're doing. Yeah. Then it so, like work. Yeah. Yeah. So do you make your own lipstick? Did you come up with how did you start coming up? Because it says here it's a bio-based lipstick made from renewable agricultural and marine sources. So obviously I don't want you to tell your secret recipe, but how in the world did you come up with renewable agricultural and marine sources? I'm so interested. <laughs> yeah. So I love juicing and uh, I don't know if you've ever juiced before, but every time I um, use beets, it would just get everywhere and it would stain my countertops. Mm -hmm. You would have to wipe it off like super quick. So I was like, why can't we use beets and like for our lipstick? And mm -hmm. um, I started looking into vegetables. Um, I started out in my kitchen trying to make everything myself. And, you know, Google is such a great resource. And I got a C in chemistry in high school. <laughs> so I did not know what I was doing. And I was experimenting so much in my kitchen and it was just consistent failure. Uh, so to preface this, R&D took four years. It mm. was not an easy journey. So I definitely had to look for outside help. Um, so I went through a bunch of contractor cosmetic chemists and we finally just got some samples out that worked after four years. Wow. That's, I mean, but I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because sometimes as entrepreneurs, we think we have to do everything. Yeah. And probably one of the most important things is, you know, if we have a brilliant idea, it's okay to bring in support oh for God, someone please. who's that yeah. person in that industry. Um, 
I'm working on a prototype for a glove right now. I am not a seamstress. I am not a designer. I'm not even close to it. And so I've had to, like you, it's been a process of me working through different groups and peoples and it's been a little slower, but we're getting there. And, and especially if you're working on something that is going to be on someone's face, like you said, you want to do it right. You you don't want to put it out too early and someone's like lips blow up because there's a lot of testing that you have to do. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned beats and, and, I'm not sure if my history is right, but I thought I remember that many people, everyone from Indians, even into the cultures with the Queens would use different vegetables that would stain their lips that would, that they would use as like a lipstick that they didn't have back then. So it just makes sense. Why not use natural colors that, you know, are, are, are not going to be a chemical. So, um, so you, it took you about four years. So how long have the products actually been out there now? So I officially launched in May of 2021. So almost two years we're, we're coming up. Um, oh, and the other thing that I really wanted to say was, uh, I, I feel like there's some other brands that also know better. They want to do better. Um, but just natural pigments are so hard to work with. So Mm -hmm. they end up mixing it with the regular synthetic um, dyes or other um, mineral pigments to get Mm -hmm. that color to come out. Um, Mm -hmm. We actually figured out a way where we only use vegetables. There's no other like filler pigments in it. So that's like the the breakthrough that I was super proud of figuring out. Mm. That's amazing. Well, I love this just because you're utilizing your, your passion, um, health, and obviously this is an education piece. I mean, I, I had no idea. I mean, when you said how much, how much lipstick do we eat in our lifetime? What was that number again? Cause it was disturbing and we just need to say it one more time. Four to 10 pounds. Yes. That is so disturbing to me. I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm going to be thinking about this like for the rest of the week. So um, I think the education piece is really important because as women, as we talked about, we stress ourselves out, we work in hostile environments longer. Um, and so I think it's important for us to any aspect of our life that we can add in a healthy piece of it. That's great. So I know we've been posting your website. What is maybe your favorite lipstick or blend or color that you want to tell everyone about that they should be going on and checking out? I mean, you probably love them all, but do you have like a favorite? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's so funny. I do love them all. Um, but I'm actually wearing this shade. It's called I Am Perfect. This is a peachy nude, I would say. And it's made out of or pigmented from um, turmeric, radish, beets, and spirulina, actually. So oh this gosh, is our bestseller. And it's just a very versatile day-to-day everyday lipstick. It's your lips, but better. And the cool thing about these colors is that because it is natural pigments, it actually adheres a little bit to your pH. So this shade looks very different on a girlfriend that may have the same skin tone as me, which is, which is so crazy. Um, yeah, but on my friend, it's like a pink tone, like her, like this model right Uh here, it's more pinky, but on me, it's like a deeper brown. So it definitely customizes to your warmth. 
And I just have to say that, okay, so I'm going to be buying this because I want people to ask me and I just want to be able to say I am perfect to them. So <laughs> even better, like with, I love the names of this because they're, what are you wearing? I, I am perfect. And they're going to be like, no, what are you wearing? I'm perfect. So I love that. And, and I love the idea that, I mean, as you mentioned, you said there was turmeric, beets, and what was the other um, one? Radish and spirulina. Yeah. So how cool is it that this is all, and obviously these are things like that we can eat and, uh, we're not going to like eat chemicals. So I love this. So, and, and for those of you who are thinking about lipstick, I mean, what a great way we have a lot of women in business who watch this podcast. And so I'm going to challenge and give a charge to the women to go out and support you, grab some, I am perfect lipstick and, you know, tag you on your Facebook on your Instagram, on all your stuff, because I think it'll be super, super fun to do that. Um, so, um, as we're getting close to closing out the podcast, is there any tips that you can give to any women who are thinking, I want to follow my passion. I want to get out of this. You know, what, what's some tips that helped you? Um, I think you definitely have to identify your tribe, your support group. Um, like I said before, I left my job a little bit way too early. <laughs> and I don't think I would have made it through if not for my family and my friends who are my biggest supporters. Um, so just mentally, uh, it was so it was just they, they got me through it, right. And then the other one is, it's going to be a tough journey. Mental grit is definitely something that you're going to have to have. And somebody actually told me once that this journey will never get easier. So the sooner you accept things for what they are, meaning bad events that happen, the sooner you'll like get past it pretty much. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I love it. Yeah. We always say we will work harder for ourselves as entrepreneurs than we will for anyone else. But what a great passion and mission that you have, not only to educate women on how to be more healthy, but delivering a healthy product. I mean, that's just bettering the world all the way around and women's health. So I absolutely love it. And thank you so much for being on the show and sharing us your passion and what's going on. We're excited to continue to support you and continue to explore all the amazing things all of us women are doing and contributing to our world. So as I always say, live, love, laugh, and always be your authentic self. Thanks for listening to Lead and Empower Her with your host, Dr. Julie Ducharme. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.